0: You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. This week's episode is split into two sides. This is Side A. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Clock Radio Speakers. I'm your co-host, Armand Wake Up. You can follow me on Twitter at Armand Wake Up, A-R-M-O-N-D, wake up all one word. More important than that, please follow the official Clock Radio Speakers Twitter handle, which is at Podcast. You can get all of our official episodes on clockwaydillspeakers.com we're on Facebook we're on Instagram we're on iTunes vote rate comment have we gotten any more reviews since I, we did our whole I,
1: campaign I don't look at it oh you know alright you keep going I'll download and okay. I'll download the podcast app and
0: god help all me alright um I think I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was everything we're on every major uh everywhere you get podcasts at except for SoundCloud cause they're trash
1: cause they're trash Sorry, and, SoundCloud.
0: Yeah. Get your, get your stuff together. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and Doc is here. What's up, Doc? Uh,
1: everything's good, man. Um, I uh, I uh, officiated a wedding this past weekend. Um, congratulations. Di- di- uh, I'm one and done, so I'm going to retire immediately afterwards. You're going uh, to retire undefeated from un- wrestling? Un- <laughs> undefeated champion of officiating. Um, but no, it's... uh. Yeah, things are good. Uh, everybody can follow me on Twitter if they want at doc underscore beats s not a z. But like Armand said, just follow the show. Um, but no, man, um, getting ready to do some more traveling. Heading out to Pittsburgh uh, next week. You're traveling soon, right?
0: Where are you going? Yeah. yeah. Um, before I before I answer that question, we're up to eighty four reviews. Eighty four. Yeah. Good. That's crazy. So crazy so, right now. Yes, yeah, so, and we're still at five stars. So thank you guys for reviewing. The more reviews and comments that we get. Uh, the more visibility that we get in iTunes. So that's always super duper love. Continue to do that. But to answer your question, um, I'm going to LA next weekend, birthday, birthday trip. And then uh the week after that, I'm headed to Canada, headed to Canada for what another do- birthday trip. Ru- <laughs> what is this, like the month of your birthday? Yeah. Supposed- <laughs> you weren't supposed to make it past 25. <laughs> Jokes on you. <laughs> Jokes on you. I am definitely still alive. Yeah, i I, I well, so my, so my girl's taking me to Canada as a, as a surprise trip. So I have no idea what's going on. The only thing I know that I'm doing is I'm meeting up with Flex, friend of the show. Um, and the week before that, I'm going to L.A. because you know I, I announced it last year. That's, that's my new like fourth home. So yeah. So, you,
1: so you're going up to Canada? Um, gonna eat some poutine,
0: watch some <laughs> hockey. You could, you could do a lot up there. Yeah, there's. A, there's a, I'm allotting myself one irresponsible purchase in LA and one irresponsible purchase Ooh. in Toronto. Ooh. So I'm. That's what I'm looking forward to. Everything else is whatever. You know, I've. I've always. If you, I'm sure I've said this many times on the show. Like I'm really looking forward to. I've always wanted to go to Canada. Um, and so I, I get to do that finally. So I'm,
1: I'm thinking like a, a '90s hockey jersey up in Canada. <laughs>
0: uh I'm already thinking about getting a a, a Toronto. Uh, I lost it. I probably shouldn't <laughs> buy this because I forgot the name <laughs> of the team. <laughs> Who's their hockey team? Maple Leafs. Ho- Maple, Maple Leafs. Leafs. Yo, the Maple Leafs. Those blue Maple Leaf jerseys are fire.
1: I thought you were going to say you're going to get a Stoudemire, uh Raptors jersey.
0: Nah. Wait. Hold on. <laughs> 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 I was like, nah, wait a minute. You're this like, actually a good idea. <laughs> I have to make what happens. Hold huh. on. Let me head up to eBay real quick. Yeah, so yeah, definitely. This has
1: already gone off the rails.
0: Ah, uh, you know we're here. We're in the building. Ooh. <laughs> 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 uh, we're trash. All right, so oh, I just want to tell you, I went to Pittsburgh for my job or for my old job, maybe two years ago, three years yeah. ago. Pittsburgh is sneaky dope, man. I think you're gonna have a good time.
1: I was in Pittsburgh. Uh, la- uh, last month for bachelor party okay and so i did all the you know we went to the steelers game we went to the we went to permani brothers and had the you know they've they've got this like ridiculous sandwich with like cold not really good french fries on it but it's like a local you know like some places have like a local thing and people who are from there are like so into it but if you're yeah. from outside the area and you try it you're like
0: am really? i missing something what's going on yeah.
1: Yeah. Definitely. That's how sorry everybody in Pittsburgh who 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 loves Pittsburgh. That's what Primani Brothers is. It's like, yeah, I'm glad I went there. Now I understand I I guess I get it. But like all you need to know about their french fry situation is cuz we we sat kind of close to the, to the kitchen and we could like it was a swinging door and we could like peek in every so often. They have mm-hmm. you know like those really big uh trash like plastic things on like wheels that are like you'll find in like any like major business or whatever, like it's like yeah. a huge, yeah. They have that full of french fries, no. and that's what they're putting on these sandwiches. And it's like, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's not like they're coming out of the fryer, like you know, McDonald's hot or whatever. So, that's anyway, work. so Pittsburgh, uh, next week, and then uh, two weeks after that, going to
0: Denver. Ah, mm-hmm. okay. You've been in Denver before? Never, I think you have fun there too. There you go, yeah. You, you you gonna be alright? Might want to take the uh the bubble goose. Might want to take a yeah.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say could be a could be a little chilly. It was it's been cold out there because it was thirty two degrees out here this morning, and I was like, oh, what?
0: Yeah, it was like in the forties this morning. Yeah, it was it was trash. Yeah, this morning was super trash, and then it was warm by lunchtime.
1: This is slowly turning into like you and I just doing like a drive time radio show where we just like talk about the weather. Pretty soon we we'll talk about work.
0: Listen, I, I, I told, I, I have to, I'm taking a, a mass communication class and we talked about radio and I talked about, oh boy, you know, our, our podcast and mm-hmm. how podcasts are the new, is the new talk radio. It's and true. I just laid out examples of why that's so. And did you give them the URL at least? Like did you, tell course, them, did you tell, them to like, and, did you tell them to like, that you tell like and subscribe. <laughs> Absolutely. need to know. streets got to know. You know what I'm saying?
1: But see, then they're going to discover that you make music.
0: School doesn't matter because school. Oh, speak. I mean, speaking of that, uh, the school ended up using sweeter for some Columbus Black Expo that's supposed to be happening next year, like in March. Um, You know, the label has sort of like algorithms that will pull in and find out if people are using it on, on YouTube. And a video came up today. It's from the school. But, you know, I'm mostly online, so I'm not really making that many relationships. So secrets out, bro. Secrets out. Streets streets is streets is talking. Speaking of secrets out, you got anything new coming up soon that people need to know about? Uh maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll say this because people have, people have asked. You know, I, I've teased that new music is coming, but it's just <sighs> one thing about being signed to a label. If I can be transparent, it's definitely it tests it tests your patience, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Um, though sometimes it is bad. It's just you are learning how to work as a team and knowing that you're not the only person who gets the ball on the team. Sometimes you got to let other people score first. Mm. And sometimes that gets in the way of your stats, if that makes sense, but the team is still doing well. The team still wins. So you kind of got to applaud the win and know that when it's your time, it'll be your time. So hopefully I'll have something for you soon that, you know, Hopefully we'll have something very, very soon, but I don't want to, I don't want to say anything else. You notice I've got, I've gone real quiet about that because <laughs> you know, things happen. So. Okay. Okay. But we'll talk offline. New music is coming very soon now. Okay. For sure. So let's talk about some new music. <sighs> so do you want to immediately jump into, it's not even the elephant in the room anymore. The elephant has long left because it's been a week and a week on social media is like two months so do you want to immediately jump into this Eminem freestyle since Let, it happened as we were <laughs> recording the show? <laughs> let's, let's save that because we, I, I, I really
1: wanted to put that freestyle in the context of, of Eminem in general. And I realized we could do a definitive 15 on Eminem.
0: Yeah, that was a good call. So let's save
1: that for when we get to the Eminem section of the show. Okay, let's in, do it. Okay. In, in, other disappoint, in, in sort of disappointing music news this week, there's a pretty bad Wu-Tang album that came out.
0: Oh, you immediately want to jump into this? Oh, God. I mean, so, it's pretty bad. Let me say this first and foremost. Okay. Their last album to me is Iron Flag. <laughs> Iron Flag wasn't that good. It had a couple joints on it. But like, A Better Tomorrow when the album that they made for, that the guy bought for a million dollars and anything else you see on your streaming application, I have not listened to any of those and I probably never will. So to me, this is their first album since, what was that, 2004? Yeah. There we go. So first Wu-Tang album in 13 years. And it's not even the whole Wu-Tang, is it? It's, it's a little confusing. <laughs> it's, it's essentially Method Man, Inspector Deck, Raekwon, Ghostface, RZA, and a lot of Redman.
1: Well, it's not an official, it's kind of confusing. It's It's technically a compilation album? I don't know. Um, it does feature all the Wu-Tang members except you God but it's not really a Wu-Tang Clan album (laughs) it's technically Mathematics album
0: yeah Mathematics did all the beats right yeah okay (sighs) boy I feel like you want to get your bars off because uh, I mean I've I've got positive things to say about the album you have positive things to say I do Um, I
1: I have some positive things to say as well
0: Okay. So let me first say that everybody, when I heard the album, everybody sounded focused. Everybody sounded rejuvenated. Everybody sounded good. Yeah, for the most part. I think actually like lesson learned,
1: which is the first real song. When Inspect the Deck starts, I almost had to I almost had
0: to be like, whoa. I thought about you when I heard this verse. I was like, yo, Doc likes this verse. I I was like, wait a minute. This actually sounded I just went back in time twenty years. Yeah. It's not
1: like the greatest inspector, but this totally sounds like normal, like in like in his era, Inspector Deck. but just out of nowhere. Yep. You know, all the things that I harp on, uh, rappers like Jay, f- as they get older and they sort of lose the hunger a little bit, or they sort of, you know, it, it tends to happen. And Jizz certainly has been guilty of this over the years, right? Where he was already somebody who had a who had a I'll call it an even an even tone to his his rapping, right? Um, but when he, that even tone slowed down even more, then it's like, meh. yeah. Eh. So, but you know, deck sounds good. Red Man sounds pretty good on this album. Yep. A couple spots. Method Man sounds good. There's some places where RZA. I'm like, okay, Rizza.
0: Okay, my bad. RZA sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Yeah. RIZA is probably the worst rapper producer. Oh um, who's worse? DJ Quick. <laughs> <laughs> Jermaine
1: Dupree is think, a worse rapper than Rizza.
0: I'm not even gonna dignify that with a response. Um is DJ Ooh, Jermaine Dupri. Hmm. Listen. we Jermaine J- Dupree's <laughs> never like repulsed me with a verse.
1: Like he I, I was gonna say, like, I think I think it depends on on do you do you care more about the overall like entire discography front to back, or do you care more about the peak? If I sit there and go entire discography front to back, Riza has embarrassed himself over the for the past ten <laughs> years. Right? He was already comical, but he you know, it has just gotten a little ridiculous. Um and so that doesn't do him any favors. But at his peak, no, listen. No. Ninety seven it- Rizza is still ah incredible. Duh. For
0: ver- like rapping, yes, impossible. <laughs> listen, man, listen. Uh, he had me. He
1: had me. Re- he had me ready to spit that five percenter speak.
0: Listen, every every. I'm trying to think of like some bum in the NBA who's had like a forty point game. It no. happens.
1: <laughs> the chase is super dope. Tragedy is great.
0: Tragedy um, is dope. Right. We did a we did a Wu Tang retrospective. We did Wu-Tang an extensive Wu Tang wow. retrospective. Did we do a definitive fifteen Wu Tang. No, but that probably needs to be on the list. Yeah, We probably should do that this week, too. That and Nas are on the list, absolutely. I was about to say, we could probably do a Wu-Tang Definitive 15 on the fly, but actually, <laughs> that would be like a Definitive 50. See, I, right, to get to 15 would actually be...
1: No, We are we sure we didn't do a Definitive 15? Now I got to search my own website. This is embarrassing.
0: I don't think we did a Wu-Tang Definitive 15.
1: We did. We did and? it this year.
0: <laughs> <gasps>
1: it's episode 266. <laughs>
0: Oh, well. yeah. We just did, was, we just did that like two weeks ago.
1: Yep, yeah, hmm. and we included all the solo
0: albums. Oh wow, yeah, that
1: was like four months ago. <laughs> so anyway, now that we can't remember our own show, um, right. you know, so so yeah, the the rappers on here not necessarily the problem. There are some pretty bad hooks. There yeah, are some too, s- hood too, go bang too, is just too terrible. Too um, many skits.
0: Too many well, many
1: I, I want to talk about the skits. Okay, so skits get a. I don't say a bad a bad rap. Skits get in appropriately, and it, the 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 wrapped on skits is appropriate, right? Where most of the time they're indulgent, they don't help, they get in the way, they pad the the track listing, et cetera. At their best, Wu Tang used skits to sort of like create this world, right? Mm-hmm. Like the first five years of Wu Tang, every album you were like jump, including the solos, of course, you were jumping into this wholly self contained world. Right. Right. And yeah, like you know, you can draw a straight line from thirty-six chambers to ODB's first to to Cal, but then like it really was. Oh, I'm jumping into Jizz's world. I'm jumping into Raekwon's world. I'm jumping, you know, you know, and even um, you know, even Forever, and even some some albums after that, like the skits. You know, I mean, we we make fun of the album, right? But even the Bobby Digital album, right? Like those skits brought you into Bobby Digital's world. They were you were you were doing world building. Right, and so like yeah. I, I feel like these skits are meant to almost be like a, hey, remember we used to do skits, and some of these kind of sound a little bit like Definitely. something I did once before. But like, there's no world being built
0: here. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. <sighs> okay, so the rappers sound. The rappers sound good. I mean, uh, most. I mean, they sound pretty good.
1: Right. I mean, let's not go crazy. I mean, they're not like blowing me away.
0: Yeah, but, but they're, not below, they're not. But for people, but for Wu Tang to have been doing hip hop since 1993, right? Most people in their class, mm-mm. that's right. They're doing, they're doing them. This it doesn't. And I'm just talking about like from an MC standpoint. It doesn't sound like a reach. Um, everybody just I, honestly, people are giving Method Man like all the credit. Um, I think Raekwon sounds really good on his album
1: there are some times where his voice sounds unusual. Like he recorded it in a very different studio. I haven't been able to play. Like so there's one song and I can't think of which song it is, where he just come, where he comes in and it's like, he just sounds like he's com- coming from completely out of nowhere. But no, Raekwon sounds fine. I, like I said, I think like that first deck verse, I was just like, whoa, um, yeah.
0: Red Man sounds good too. Red Man sounds really good. Right. I, I need to hear them. I need to hear these guys with just some, I want to hear like a Method Red album with mm. some, with some interesting production. Well, so let's talk about what doesn't work on this album,
1: which is the production. Almost every single one of these beats is just does not work. They um, sound the.
0: And is it the fault of the melodies, the samples, or is it the drums?
1: These drums are all almost uniquely terrible.
0: The drums are really, really bad.
1: Um, it was funny. Like I, you know, lesson learned, which might be the best track on here. Um, there's a reason it's number two. Um, you know, like the, that David Porter sample is great. I'm partial to it. I've used it twice. Once that people really know about, the other one, which I mean, I used to use that was like my de facto go-to. Like if I was if I was like in a beat battle, I was playing that beat. Remember that old beat? Of course. <laughs> and so, I mean, but there was so much going on in that beat. You know, can never you know you're not going to rap to it. That was really just for for beat battles. But um, like I I love that sample. It's a great that sample. Rap. Um, and so like, but the drums on here and just. Everything feel here. Actually, you know what's weird is like the mixing for these beats in a weird way. Like, because if you go back and listen to some of these old Wu Tang records, like it's not like RZA's using like he he's not RZA's not really known for his drums in the way that like. I feel like in the nineties, like it was sort of like some some producers really like fetishized like their whole like oh I go to this final record and grab a drum from here and then you go like I never got that vibe from from RZA, right? But. The way these, like, songs are mixed, and the way these beats are put together, they all sound way too clean, and they all sound way too separated. Like, nothing here sounds gritty or grimy, and it's not even to do with the melodies, necessarily, although most of those are, they're okay, they're pretty, they're serviceable, I guess. It just doesn't feel right. Nothing on this feels urgent or grimy in any sort of way, but, like, the types of samples they're using and the types of stuff they're going after, not entirely but for the most part tries to kind of evoke that but it's like it just feels like an imitation you know it's like they got mathematics to do imitation style beats of their old stuff and I'm not interested in that
0: um I'll say this I think the drums are the worst part of this album um they sound really hollow yeah there's no there's no swing to them there's no grit to them there's no they just sound like they sound like the kit that comes with Fruity Loops (laughs) They sound like kit drums with nothing on them.
1: Nothing on them. And, and they're all sitting right on top of the beat.
0: Mm-hmm. They could and they could like
1: turn point. them down and it would have probably sounded a little better.
0: Yeah. And just added some <laughs> reverb. Like just <laughs> something. Yeah. And, they, and the drum patterns are very like one, two,
1: one, one, two, one. Two, one yeah.
0: They're, they're really, really yeah. lazy. And I'm, and I'm upset that people say uses a sample that I've been sitting on for like a year. For a song that'll be on the album, have I that heard I that? Re- that I re- uh, probably not. Yeah, no, no, It's the record where I played it, and you were like, "Yeah, this doesn't work for the show." Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Same, same sample, but that's the first song I did when I signed to Elect, and we were going to put it out on Election Day, but it didn't get mixed in time. Hmm. I was like, oh, "I'll just put it on the album." So that sucked. I was mad about that because I was yeah, like, "Wait, okay. isn't this?" But you know, it happens. Um, but yeah, I think the beats of the 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 only part about this album that I'm just not crazy about. And I mean, that's a big thing, but for me to be like upset, Oh my God, why did Wu-Tang do this? Um, I can't believe like, nah, not at all. Like it it is what it is. And it seems that, you know, they're fans and doc, you hold Wu-Tang to a very high standard. You almost became a five percenter in 1999. (laughs) Is that correct?
1: (laughs) I do own the Wu-Tang manual.
0: You own the Wu-Tang manual. So, I know you hold them to a high standard, but that's true from what I'm hearing, people really like this album. And I mean,
1: I know why people really like this album.
0: Why? I don't, I I think that
1: there, and I I was almost going to say this in the most slanderous way possible. Let me rephrase this in my head. There are, there is a percentage of rap fans out there who like the beat exists as a means to an end when they Mm -hmm. think about music. And this is going to come up when we talk about Eminem later. Right. Where I don't approach music that way. And I'm not saying there is a right and a wrong way. Cause even you and I listen to music differently, right? It's not that you don't care about beats, you do, but like you weight the MC a little higher than I do, right? I see it as like a whole cohesive thing, which, and I'm not saying there's a right or a wrong way, but there are some folks who are like, you know, if the ra- you know, they're listening really for the like, for the rapping, you know, yeah. like the melodies and everything else is sort of like almost in the way. Or maybe that's even that, that that's even too flippant. It's like it's not as important. And if you really value, so one, if you really value rapping above all else, and two, if you grew up on this era, then sure, you, there's a bunch of rappers who we all grew up on who sound rejuvenated. I'm not, I'm not surprised people like it.
0: Yeah, I think I think as far when as far as the production goes, I think like people say for older artists and nostalgic artists, they'll say. Give me what reminds me of your old stuff and sound like you can still rap. So these Wu-Tang beats sound like Wu-Tang beats. They do. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Yeah. They're not, they're not good. Like we, we agree that they're not good, but they sound like, sound like Wu-Tang beats. So, okay. These sound like Wu-Tang beats. This isn't, you know, this isn't RZA rapping over Metro. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like this isn't, Quavo's not on a hook. Now I just hear in one ear, (laughs) <laughs> Metro Boomer wants some more on the
1: other ear bong bong
0: <laughs> I just I hear please. I hear Riz's doodles and like Migos ad libs please somebody
1: together. somebody figure out how to, how to get that together because I, I, I need that in my life that would be amazing
0: you don't need a clock radio speaker soundboard really really bad <laughs> so yeah like because I think it hits those checkpoints and, and we talk about this again at length this is just like part of the clock radio speakers manual where it's not if it's, it's not if it's good as much as it is like what it represents, the idea of something. The idea of this album is very much, remember remember 36 Chambers? Remember Wu-Tang Forever? Did you get the CD-ROM? We can still do that. It's that. And there's so few checkpoints for them. And then I think their audience is much that, man, Migos ain't real hip hop. I want that real hip hop. And, you know, their audience is... 30s 40s even 50 year olds and they're speaking to a certain audience they sound a certain way so because of that they're hitting all these notes and i think people are rocking with it again it's not to say that it's whack but i just think that it's it's hitting some places that people want their hip-hop to hit
1: i heard this and really what i was thinking the whole because i I listened to this entirely in the car and i was thinking to myself man i kind of wish that like they figured out how to get other producers in here you know, it's an interesting problem because like people don't really make beats like how the old Wu-Tang beats are anymore. I don't even mean that like in AO in my day, like the way that modern hip hop beats are structured, not even just in terms of tempo, but in terms of like what elements they emphasize, um, you know, like hi-hats matter in a way, both not just to the beat, but in, and in, in the relationship between how like a rapper raps and the beat itself, like finding that tempo within the hi-hats, like hi-hats. Nobody did that in 1995. That wasn't a, a thing that people really cared about. You know, the hi hats were there to, you know, make sure you didn't have dead space in between the kick and the snare. You know, it was a different way of making beats entirely. And so I don't know who's out there who's going to really like, I don't know, like, I guess, like, somebody call up Jake One, an alchemist, and lock him in a studio. Like, that'd be interesting. But I, I really walked away from this thinking, hmm, okay, maybe these guys, maybe these guys could put, pull it together. I mean, we could kind of have already missed all like the major, you know, it's been... Well, actually, next year will be 25 years since um, 36, Chambers.
0: 36 Chambers. They got to do something. I'm sure they will, though.
1: I'm sure they'll tour.
0: Yeah. And I'll be there.
1: I need to see them live.
0: Yeah, I'll be there. They do, if they do a 36 Chambers tour or whatever, and they perform the whole album, I'm there.
1: I mean, I, 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 somehow I was dumb and didn't go see Ray and Ghost on tour when they did the 20th for Cuban Links.
0: Yeah, that was that was weird.
1: Just really dumb, really dumb. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about this Wu Tang album?
0: Nah. Um, what else is there to discuss?
1: Uh, your boys' division.
0: Yeah, I didn't finish the division album. I got I... to track one, and then track two, track three, track four, and I was like, "Is this one long song? What are we doing?" Yeah, the division album. It... <laughs> Let's just, let me put it
1: this way. It rolled all the way back around to the start, and I had to be like, wait a minute. Have I heard this already? <laughs> um, you know, it's not that it sounds bad. Mm-hmm. It's just that it's background music. Yeah. A very particular kind of background music.
0: 100%.
1: But it's background music. Yeah. And I remember their last effort having at least one or two standout tracks. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that there's really a standout track on here. Yeah. They really do all sort of blend together. Um, it's fine. It, like, I don't even think there's anything bad on here. It's just there's nothing amazing. So, I listened to it twice. Um, we were, you know, like I said, I uh, officiated a wedding this weekend up in Northern Mass. So, a lot of time in the car. So, I listened to it
0: twice and I was like,
1: mm, okay, cool. Which is unfortunate because I'm a Division fan.
0: Yeah. Have they made anything as good or better than, um, what's the name of that song? <laughs> about, about, um, <laughs> about shooting the club up. <laughs> uh, too deep. Too deep. Have they made anything as good as Too Deep? Because it seems no, to be like. That actually, I'm surprised the people who know that record, like. It, that and to record, be honest,
1: to be honest, like, not even just Too Deep, but like In and Out. Like, they had a, i The song's on, uh, on September 5th, which is from last year. I just felt we're stronger, frankly.
0: So it's almost like they are Majeed joining themselves, where oh, they Jordan. keep putting out these projects where if they would have waited and took like the best two to five songs from each of those projects and put it as one project, they would have had an amazing album. I mean, maybe.
1: I don't know. Like, because it's funny. You look at the credits on it. Like, you know, so it's all, you know, it's still 1985 producing everything, but like... um you know 40 helps out on a couple tracks fontoroy gets some writing credits in some places um but yeah i don't know i just it didn't 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 hit me like uh like the last album did and i was a real big fan of the last album yeah i might have even I had it on my like honorable mentions for last year
0: i think you did
1: so yeah unfortunate but um you know not bad just it's very you know it's funny right cuz like the lead single is was mood Right, and truly, like that is the motif of this album, like it is it's a vibe, right, like you could pick I don't know a handful of like if you have a particular you know kind of playlist, you could throw you know you could throw a whole bunch of songs uh you know uh from this album in there,, so
0: yeah, yeah. I, I have to give it a listen, um, I see party's got
1: some writing credits on here,
0: yeah, yeah party just came party came out with that project, we talked about the party project, right, no. Oh, we didn't. I know people are looking into it because Drake tweeted out division stuff. Division's going on tour. They're going on a world tour actually, which is super interesting. A world tour for division. Yeah. Check, they go, uh, who are they going on tour with? Check uh check forty's Instagram, OVO forty. I'm sorry, wait, is no I'm missing. I'm sorry, Majid Jordan's going on tour, which is still just as interesting.
1: Majid Jordan's
0: going on tour. Yes, they are. A four month tour from yeah, that's crazy. A lot, a lot out in Europe. I'm sure they're killing in Europe. I'm sure them in division are murdering Europe. Oh wow, they're playing Terminal Five in New York. Hmm. Okay, hmm. that's a good sized venue for them. I think I think they could fill it up in New York though. I think they hit some good clean. <laughs> good clean girl. They hit, <laughs> got some. They hit some good like small two to five hundred. Seat venues. They'll fill uh, those up. Oh, very
1: smart. Every online ticket purchase includes one physical or digital copy of the album. Yeah. Of course. Got the meet and greet package. Yeah. That's how you make your money. The meet. I oh, oh, yo. see, the, we, you got to up your merch game because some, mer- some of the merch we get when you do the early, the VIP stuff is an embroidered bandana.
0: Is it red? And a flag. A flag. <laughs> Flags, huh? People want to, they want to, they want to crip it out. They want to blood it out. They want to They're wear blushing. it on that, on their right side. Yeah, that's the crib side. How, how, uh,
1: how, how Dipset isn't out here doing, you know, old geezer, you know, tours, but with, you know, selling official Juel Santana bandanas. Crazy.
0: Yeah, they bugging. Anything else you want to say about Division? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. Okay, so, do we want to talk about uh this nf project yeah so okay you, you you i want you to lead
1: the way cuz i've only heard a handful of songs off this
0: yeah okay so essentially you know after our whole uh discussion on crs last week where we talked about christian hip hop and you know reviewing different artists and whatever whatever um nf was one of those people who kept coming up from you guys Uh, review the nf album review the nf album so uh, i had never heard i hadn't heard any of his music prior to this project so i decided to listen to you guys and straight up you know just give it a listen i gave it a quick listen i didn't sit down listen to the whole thing i did give it a skim um and then it just so happened that what yesterday it was announced that he had the number one album in the country yeah which i mean i'm
1: you know We'll keep it keep it honest, not the highest selling number one debut, but a number one debut is a number one debut.
0: Number one albums number one album. I mean we've, s- album. we've seen we've seen num- we've seen albums that sold thirty thousand get number one albums. So right. I'm not gonna I'm gonna I'm not gonna knock the fact what do you do like fifty five?
1: Fifty five counting streaming.
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna knock fifty-five and say that doesn't count like number one's number one. So, you know, congrats to him. So yeah, I listened to the album. Um, and? can y'all Please help me find a white rapper that doesn't rap fast. <laughs> still waiting on that guy. Still waiting on him. Um, Bubba it Sparks. Wasn't... What's that? Bubba Sparks. Don't disrespect Bubba Sparks. Call
1: Park, Bubba Sparks. <laughs> I went on a Little John random like listening uh, spree the other the we other still week.
0: Got to do a Definitive fifteen on Little John. It's gonna be harder than you think. <laughs> Oh, one hundred percent. That getting to fifteen might be hard. <laughs> yeah, we yeah we might. But we'll, we'll talk about. It. I have an yeah. idea. Okay. Um. But yeah, it was um the NF album from a technical standpoint. NF's a good rapper. Okay. Like he can put he strings words together really well. The intro actually like drew me in. Okay. You know, I'm I'm listening, wanting to hear where he's gonna go. He's telling the story. I'm catching you know this is like watching the third part of a trilogy you're watching the third part of the movie first it's he's already talking to people as if they had already seen the first two movies so I'm thinking well shoot I gotta go back and listen to these other two albums um but as i and then the the production on the album is straight um it just yeah from a technical standpoint I really didn't have any complaints now is it for a a 30 year old black man
1: no no Now, why do you say that
0: um, it's a little too angsty for me. It's angsty. It's, it's a little too angsty for me. Yeah.
1: Look, it's not even just that he's white. There's, there's a serious Eminem thing going on here. He right? said
0: on the intro about halfway in, he really sounds like on green light. He really sounds like Eminem. There are yeah. flashes where,
1: yeah, green light. Definitely. I, so I, cause I heard outcast green lights and I can't remember the other one I heard. Um, hey, you hear the intro? no, um, but, uh, but yeah, green lights. There's a point where I'm like, Hmm,
0: really, really, <laughs> we're really
1: doing this. Um, and it was funny. I was reading through the YouTube comments and which first I'll never do that. But in this case I wanted to, because really like for an artist like NF at his point in this career, like the real fans are in there, like fighting it out in the comment section, right? Yeah. Like yeah. the stands, no pun, you know, yeah. no, no pun intended. Um, and, uh, and someone was like, I don't think he sounds like Eminem. I think he sounds more like MGK. And I just want to be like, all right, listen. What? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. It's like, I ha- what if I told you that MGK I- was inspired by Eminem? Just what? hypothetically speaking.
0: <laughs> That's hilarious.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, re- you can't win them all, but... Yeah, that yeah, that was interesting. So it it brings up a uh, an interesting point um, where and and this is where I'm ignorant. So I'm not drawing conclusions. Okay. I would like for fans of NF to tweet me at Armand Up at CRS Podcast. Tweet the show and let me know about this because as a Christian artist, I I believe that Christian art has to like hit certain checkpoints um, for it to be identified as Christian art. So. I did see some complaints that this is his third album and he's rapping about the same things, you know, just rapping about being angry and depressed and, you know, the angsty rap. And they kind of want to, his fans are like, well, when are you going to get, when are we getting to the fireworks factory? When are you going to talk about Jesus? And so I'm listening to the album and I hear sprinkles of things here and there. I don't necessarily need my music to be redemptive, but on one hand, I do want to hear from a fan if... His music encourages them. And then on the flip, what's really interesting is there's a lot of people who will use Rapzilla. And I'm not saying that he did this, but when you don't have an outlet and nobody's really pubbing your music and Rapzilla or the Christian community reaches out to you and they support you. And then once you hit a certain level, then you suddenly say, oh, well, I'm not a Christian rapper anymore. NF's not the only... I'm not saying that NF doesn't say that. I think he did, but I don't know that for sure. But I know he's not the only one. I know people who who have definitely done that. So if I could have some context for NF, if there's an interview somewhere, if there's something that he said, if you could send that to me just so I can, just for my FYI, I'd appreciate that. I'm just curious. But yeah. Nothing else on NF? No? Okay. No, I mean... (laughs) it's angsty
1: and it was weird because right, you know, this is the week where I've been, you know, I've been listening to a bunch of Eminem this week. And yes. Play, you know? And so to hear <laughs> angsty is a really interesting word because we're going to talk about that when we talk about Eminem. But um, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm 34 years old. I, I have a job. I have a wife. <laughs> I, have a job. I have a house. Like I'm not angsty. Yeah. Right. I, and so, It's not, you know, I hate to just say, well, you know, it's not really for me. It's just more like my relationship to music that's angsty is not the same as maybe it was when I was 20. Yep. Right. So, and I don't know, it was, so this is my first, you know, today was literally the first time I'd ever heard his music. And so it was sort of interesting. This, you know, it used to be when you were, um, you know, it was, it was sort of a common thing. If you had, uh, indie stuff or mixtapes before and then when you have the quote-unquote like debut like st- like the bi- like your big first mainstream album where you almost feel like you need to reintroduce yourself right mm-hmm. and you sort of start the narrative over again almost um but that's not kind of what i don't think that happens as much anymore right i think this whole technique of like you're already coming into this like fully fledged artist and if you haven't heard him before it's like what you said you're almost like oh do i need to go back and catch up yeah Right, because he's talking about on this album about like feeling like persecuted at times. Yeah. Right, and it's like, "Mm, oh, okay. Like, who are
0: you? Like (laughs) persecuted for what? Um. So (sighs) that goes into a whole different conversation. I mean, it does. It does. I mean, I'm not gonna lie.
1: Like, even the three songs I heard, I heard that, and I was like, oh, that's like. Uh, I feel like that's a Christian hip hop dog whistle a little bit, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, but you know, Christianity talks about persecution extensively, but then that that delves into what is persecution you know is is persecution people not liking your music or is persecution like really jeopardizing your well-being your right. livelihood your whatever <clears throat> at the right. expense of the gospel so and, and in
1: this era of you know everybody having, having haters on social media or whatever, like you can be, you can be the star of your own persecution complex. Like it's not that hard.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm not
1: saying he's doing that or that everybody who's in CHS does, but it's not like, it's pretty easy to sort of do that,
0: you know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Somebody can, you can, you can read one comment on YouTube and instantly say, Oh, persecution. (laughs) And so when I see a white male
1: rapper, who has a major record? late, li- who, who has a major deal? Um, talk about rap about being persecuted. <laughs> My antenna goes up. I'm like, Re- really? I mean, he could. Sure, he could. I would, but-
0: I would just want him to explain himself.
1: Yeah, it just struck me, and I'm sure there are like there NF fans right now listening to this who are like, but you haven't seen the, you know? And I'm like, I'm sure maybe that's true. You don't
0: true. understand, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, I mean, very true.
1: Um, as somebody who is like oh i'm jumping in jumping into this you know yeah. um and the hope like when we talk about eminem we get to defend 15 we're definitely gonna to talk about the persecution
0: thing because he talks about it too yeah um yeah speaking right. of eminem are we ready to go there i was gonna say is there anything else you want to say about that so um so you want folks to hit you up yeah let me know just give me some background on nf and just some of his beliefs and and things that he said and things of that nature i'm 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 just i'm just curious this is just for my fyi i have not drawn a conclusion um i just want to know where all this is because if i'm if i'm if i'm not going into this not reading if i'm going into this not hearing anything about him not knowing anything about him not knowing the artist that he he's worked with or whatever i would have never guessed that he's a christian nothing about that said Christian. i mean you you don't even have to say jesus a million times i think i'm a a little mature in my faith to just kind of discern what's what. And I didn't get that from him. So I just want to know like what the deal is. So just hit me up at wake Up at CRS Podcast. Just for my FY. Do not hit up at Doc
1: underscore B. No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we hope you enjoyed Side A of this week's episode. Please check out Side B at ClockRadioSpeakers.com.